Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wasi 
Oh, 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 oh,
midst of the is a mighty God. He will save you will rejoice over thee with joy. God in the midst of thee, He will rest in His love. He will joy over thee with singing right by my side. Oh, you are here. You are a mighty God. He will save Joy over thee with singing right by my side. You are here, oh Lord, your presence, Lord. That is what I need everywhere that I go, every place that I am. I want to feel the presence. Standing right by me, standing right by me. Oh, yeah. Mm,
Many are called Can you hear me? But I know so few are chosen Many are called Can you hear me? But so few are chosen this morning what a blessing and a great joy to see all of you it's great to be back to church I bring you greetings from Bunturugu from Chereponi from Saboba, from Nakanduri, from Nalerigu, and from everywhere our feet have trodden. And I want us to clap our hands for the Healing Jesus campaign. 
while we still celebrate God for our father and our pastor I'm praying that we get to appreciate what blessing we have in this church clap your hands and let's celebrate our pastor our father Bishop Dagwood Mills I pray that your judgment is easy on that day. Pray that your judgment is easy on that day because what has been bestowed on us as a church is very heavy. It's very heavy. But we thank God for the blessing of serving him and, uh, and I, I also want to thank God for the instruction Jesus gave to us to go. Yeah. Everybody must go. It's not only healing Jesus that must go. Everybody must go. You must find yourself going somewhere. Because the lion is not chasing only the pastor. Something is looking for you. You may not know. There's, there's, there is a great danger in sitting in one place. It's very dangerous to sit in one place. It's very dangerous. The same way physically. I mean, our physical bodies were not meant to sit in one place. You can reduce your lifespan by about 20 years yeah, doing a job that makes you sit in one place. Yeah. Many people die before their time because of the kind of job they do. You are not supposed to sit in one place. The human body was not made that way. It's a body that is expected to be moving. So there, there are a list of dangerous diseases and all of them are deadly. They kill you without any announcement. If you are caught lying down in one place for three weeks, lying down in one place for one week, sitting in an office morning, evening, that's your work, to sit in a chair, I tell you, you will die suddenly. So messengers live long. Messengers live long. They live longer than their bosses. Because they go. I really want to thank God. I am grateful for the privilege I have. That one, that one is God's mercy. He has shown me to have a place around my pastor so that when he goes somewhere, a few of them, I can also join and go. Because, but if I didn't even have it and I was just a pastor of this church, I won't sit in one place. 
comes to time for this. So it's a blessing to be in church. And last week, Sunday, someone sent me a message that I don't need to come back because Bishop Kobe is, I mean, the messages that are, I mean, what is going on in the church here, if I come back, I'll, be, I'll just be disturbing the service. So, I'm building a cathedral somewhere and, uh, so that you can enjoy your pastor very well. So, let's clap our hands and appreciate Bishop Kobe. I mean, what is it he has been preaching that I need to learn? So I, I, I'll see. I'll, I'll see him because I also need to be liked the way you you like him. But it's a blessing to be here, and uh, I, it's nice to see all of you looking fresh and healthy. And we are preparing for Good Friday. It's going to be something amazing. Good Friday will be very great. So let's all gather. Have we done Operation Andrew? Have you got your slips? The yes is... Have you been giving slips? Uh, only six of you took the slips. How many took the slips? Many of you? Okay. Only what? Only dancing stars took the slips. Oh, sorry. Then they should explain to me. Clap your hands for dancing stars. So it's a blessing to be in church and. Uh, I am happy to be back. And this morning, I want to share a short word with you. I know the preaching will not be as nice as the ones you have been listening to, but I'll try. I'll, I'll try. And, uh, a blessing. I, I've, I, we have with us Reverend Gabi Obobisa. Please come to worship with us all the way from Rwanda. Kigali is one of the most beautiful cities in Africa. So when Bishop Dagiwad Mills was sharing he gave him the choice path and brought us to Oibi. Well, somewhere in Kigali. Yes. That's the Europe of Africa. And uh, I want to welcome him to bring us a word. You may please be seated. Reverend Gabi, he is the son of one of our members. Is your mom here? Yes. No. Is your mom in church? Okay. Okay, please come, come and give us a greeting. Please remove your face mask. You've forgotten that it's now. <laughs> wow, what a shock. Yes. 
And he is the younger brother of uh, the pastor um, who pastors the church where you are going to go. Uh, is it next year or this year? Los Angeles. His big brother is a pastor of our Los Angeles church. And oversees all the churches in North America. Where you are going. Is, when are you leaving? I said, when are Oh, is this here? Oh, okay. I didn't know. All right. All right. I can't believe everybody wants to leave Bishop alone here. <laughs> you come back. Uh, oh, you want to go, you come back. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Anyway, you are welcome. Please Thank bring you so much. Into the Thank church. you so much, Bishop. It's a very great privilege to be here and to share fellowship with you. This is the most beautiful church in this region, I believe. <laughs> And uh, that's fine in this region. Okay, in the city of Accra, I believe. (laughs) But I want to salute uh, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ugo. I'm excited, you are excited. And I want to see more excitement. With another shout. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't know what it means to have a great father until you have one. And I think that we are blessed to have a father like Bishop Ogo who carries the spirit of our prophet and the father. You are bringing a greeting on. Forgive. <laughs> I, 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 I am just thrilled by what is happening here. And I love it. I'm excited. The church is wonderful. It's great. Bishop, I think it's first to say that. <laughs> wonderful music. I dare not say that I want to borrow one of them to Kigali. <laughs> I need to move away from Bishop before I get a pat on the back. Can I get water to pour <laughs> on this pastor? <laughs> but wonderful music, great synchronization of the sound, I mean, is, is fantastic. You have a great church, amen. And um, you have a great bishop. And most of all, we have a great father, the prophet. And, um, oh, it's a good place to clap. Clapping is free. You are not, you are not charged for it. Yeah. Who has made all this possible. And to give us a wonderful family to belong. And um, I bring you greetings from Kigali, the family in Kigali. And from my bishop, Bishop Dr. Joe, who's actually here also with me. Oh, he's here? Yeah. Wow. Um, We just came to fellowship and to say thank you to even Bishop Ogo. Um, Recently, I lost my wife and it didn't feel like I was alone even though I was all over there. 
and I felt the love and the support till today. Bishop even came to my house to look for me yesterday. I mean, it was as though I had the whole church in Kigali. And I'm so grateful. And I want to say that we belong to a great church, a great family, great ministers, great fathers that God has given us. Let us be steadfast and unmovable. And the greatest of all, like Bishop said, you know, he said, you don't know what, I'm sure that's what it it means, that you don't know the impact out there until you go. You don't know the lives that you'll be touching out there until you go. And if the body is not designed to rest and to settle at one place, then I believe that we just at least need to be servants of God and obey the scriptures. He said, go into the world and preach the gospel. For me, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. And as Bishop was sharing, I was like, wow. This is a real revelation. Real revelation. So, Kigali is beautiful. If you want to come on holiday, please come. And come with a few clothes so that you don't go back. (laughs) Someone should arrest this man for you. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad to be here. You have a beautiful church and a mega bishop. Clap for Bishop Ogo one more time. Thank you very much, Bishop. I'm blessed. Clap your hands for him. I'm very, very happy to see you. Very happy to see you. Very happy to see you. It's a blessing to be in church. And uh, you may please be seated. I want to also salute Bishop Quaps, who is with us here. I, I feel very, very blessed to have him here, even though he's not going to be with us in this church for a long time. He, he doesn't pastor small cathedrals like this, so we are building a bigger something that befits him. On the mountains. So, so he's here to see areas he can correct and inputs he can make. But I really enjoy him. I enjoy him in meetings. And when he leaves here, I'll, I'll really miss him. Because um, I, I need more of such. I mean, Bishop Kobe and I is not enough for this church. <laughs> we are not enough for this church. So God bless you, Bishop Krabs, and uh, I hope they are taking good care of you here. Very good, very good. It's a blessing. I also forgot to say that I'm not the only member of Healing Jesus campaign team in this church. Elpi Brago is also the, a member. Her, her job, her job in the crusade, I, I don't want to disclose, but she's a high-profile. <laughs> member of the crusade and uh, it, it's nice traveling everywhere with her 
and uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say some things, but, but it is great. Let's appreciate it. Let's clap our hands for her. But, but also, it's, it's important to also say with all seriousness that um, he's not working well in this church. Yes. And it's something I'm realizing right now when I was standing here. Yeah. The kind of things she can do in the crusades. You have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea. So... Oh, that, that one shouldn't be your problem at all. I'm, it, it just occurred to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not blaming you. I, it just occurred to me, so I, I, I'll correct it. It's not something that's a problem. Look, uh, things can go on that you don't know. It's not okay to you. When it occurs to you, you do what is right. So it's not a problem at all. Can you clap your hands for yourselves? This morning, well, yesterday evening, the Lord, I'm sure you are aware that you, we have a church here on Saturday evenings. Maybe one day we should all join his presence. Why not? And then another time they will all join us. Here. We see who plan it. It's in the hands of the seals, if, if they can. Then on Sunday, we just have I mean, that's once in a year or once, whatever, twice in a year. We can have redemption here on Sunday, having the whole place. But don't you want to come and see what happens here on Saturday evenings? It's a very nice church. It's a very nice church. So allow yourself to experience it. But I want to teach from this book, Flow in the Anointing. And... um, it's a very, or, or I would say, flow in the Holy Ghost. Because the anointing is the Holy Ghost. And uh, I was very affected. Where was it Bishop preached from? Oh, well, she was not there. One of the pastor's conferences, uh, Bishop preached from this book. It must be, it must be Gushegu. It must be Gushegu. And uh, it really affected me. It really, you know, there are some things you hear which affect you. And uh, I hadn't even understood the book the way he explained it. You know, and I felt that there are very important things in this book I need to share with you as a church. You know, there are some things you need to know. And so, this morning, well, not this morning, because see, before I teach from this book, I need to lay a foundation. Yeah, it's that, if I don't lay that foundation, this book will not benefit you. Please believe me. Yeah. Please believe me. I know what is right for you. It's a type of person who hears 
or who should know this. And so before I teach from this book, I want to lay an important foundation which is something that is missing in most of us. So I will put this book down even though I've introduced it to you and lay that foundation first before I proceed to teach from it. Very, very important things. Very important things. It talks about the Holy Spirit. This book talks about the Holy Spirit. There are many books Bishop has written about the Holy Spirit. But this is a very, very important book that I almost would have missed if I had not heard that message. So this morning, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit to prepare you for this message. And... uh, I'm hoping that you will be the Christian you ought to be through this message I'm sharing with you from this book. So, thank you very much. The foundation I want to lay this morning, which I laid yesterday also, is titled, I'm sharing a message this morning to prepare you. And the title of the message is Sons of God. Sons of God. When you ever get to understand your life as a Christian, you will get to know that you must be called a son of God. And many Christians are not fighting to become sons of God. Please forgive the apparent gender bias. So about the ladies. So should I say sons and daughters of God? You are forcing me to make a comment that is unnecessary. So say with me, sons of God. Girls, say I am a son of God. All girls, you say I am a son of God. Yes. And boys, you say, I am a son of God. Hey, there are a few boys in the church. Say, I am a son of God. All of us, you say, I am a son of God. Yes. Gender balance. You know, you need to hear this message because 
church, church, church that we have, the church we attend, has a very strong deceiving power. Deceiving power. It deceives you that you are something that you are not. That's the most important comment. When you enter church, you sing in the choir, you preach like I am preaching. You play the instrument. You are you 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 work in the church. Working for God can really deceive you into thinking that you are something that you are not. Now, it is very important for you to know that God expects you to be a son of God. It is, it is the vision. It is, it is what God wants you and I to become. Sons of God. First John chapter 3, the first verse. First John chapter 3, the first verse. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not. Because it knew him not. The way the world related with Jesus ought to be the way the world relates with us. But many of us have blended smoothly with the world. I'm just reminded that the Bible says, He that shall become a friend of the world shall be an enemy of God. Find that scripture for me. If you become a friend of the world, friendship with the world, ye adulteress and adulteresses, an adulterer is an adult. <laughs> Who Yes, an adulterer is an adult who marries. Because only adults marry. Children, marriage is not for children. I said marriage is not for children. (laughs) Ye adulteress 
And this adult marries his wife and is not faithful to his wife. And involves himself, if it's a man, that's an adulterer. If it's a woman, it's an adulteress. So, an adulterer has a husband. An adulteress has a husband. And she's not faithful to her husband. And goes around sleeping and having sexual encounters with other men. Some of them are her former boyfriend. Some of them will be her, 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 her boss in the office. Or, or her colleague in the office. That's an adulteress, an adult who behaves that way. Now if it's an adulterer, he's a man who has married a wife. And is not faithful to his wife. But is also having other girls. It's called adultery. Now, now, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? So this morning, based on your level of friendship with the world, you, it, it will help you to see yourself right away as an enemy of God. God doesn't like you. If he gets you, he will kill you. Any Christian who flirts with the world is an enemy of God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Enemy of God. Enemy of God. Enemy of God. Just because you have made yourself a friend of the world. Back to 1 John 3 and verse number 1. So what manner the father, the, the father, manner of love the father has bestowed upon us. That we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not. The world doesn't know us. The world doesn't know us. If you are a true Christian, the world shouldn't know you. Worldly music shouldn't know you. If you are a real son of God, the betting companies shouldn't have your phone number. If we're a true son of God, drinking bars shouldn't know you. If you're a true son of God, no pornography site should have your IP address in their data. That it can never be that a son of God, his phone was used to access a porn site. We know we are called sons of God because the world doesn't know us. The same way the world did not know Jesus. That we shouldn't come to your phone and find 
stigmata of worldly music. Stigmata. I didn't know it. I'm just learning it now. I didn't come to church with this knowledge. That some of you sitting here should consider yourselves enemies of God. To the degree that you are friends with worldly systems and worldly environments and worldly people. Some of you sitting here, it's only these few minutes in a week that you will be in the company of believers. Your real company, your real company are unbelievers. Your friends are non-church goers, wicked fornicators, godless, cursing people, and, and sometimes you, you, you move away from them and come to sit in the chair. So, by this, you see, by leaving them and coming to sit here, you are deceiving yourself that you are a born-again child of God. But your real life, your real, your, your, your real identity Based on the the, 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 the the smoothness of the blend. Based on the innocuousness of the blend. You may not know that as you are sitting here, you are an enemy of God. An enemy of God. Don't, don't, don't always have a very benevolent imagination of God. He's a jealous God. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4am. Remember, the Facebook address is the Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4am. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. When we gather like this, we are not all sons of God. There are enemies of God here. Some of you, God hates you. When you pray, it's an abomination to him. Because he sent his son to die a cruel death. Apart from his son, he has, he has, he has managed to anoint people, pastors, and men and women to help you to, 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 to walk with him. But you are still flattened with the world. Flattened with worldly lifestyles. 
You come and sit in the church, but you are actively having sex. And you are able to fornicate and still have a place in the choir. You are able to fornicate and still have a place in the church. You are able to fornicate and still preach as a pastor. Therefore, the world knoweth us not. Listen to me very carefully. By whatever means you are listening to me, that you are not supposed to be known by the world. You are not supposed to be known by worldly systems. And it's sons of God. If there is ever going to be a list of, of, of fornicators, your name should not be in it. If there should ever be a, a, a list of Christians who don't pray, your name should not be in it. The world knoweth us not because it knew him not. How come the world is so comfortable with you? This morning, it's not everyone here who is the son of God. Yes. Some of you are devils sitting here. In Job chapter 1, when the sons of God gathered, is it verse 5 or 7? Early, 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 Job. 6. It was so, verse 5, verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to church to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also among them came also among them. So whenever sons of God gather before God, oh, there's no doubt that they are sons of God amongst us. But they are also devils and Satan's representatives masquerading as sons of God. I'm preaching about sons of God. The world is not looking for pastors. The world is not looking for lady pastors and bishops. The world is not looking for bishops. Who is a bishop? What is a bishop? These are titles we've given ourselves in the church. I don't even know for, for, for what. Who's a lady pastor? Check your life and see your life. The life, what you were doing last night. Do sons of God do what you were doing last night? I'm not talking about a pastor or a reverend. I said the world is not waiting to see Romans chapter 8 and verse 19. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. Quickly. For the earnest expectation of creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. The people the world is waiting for are sons of God. They're not waiting for no bishop to appear. They're not waiting for no head pastor to appear, some shepherd to appear, some basenta leader. We don't want no basenta leaders. We don't want no bishops. We are looking for sons of God to appear in town. Not church members of Makane. Not dickens and thicknesses. 
Even the world knows the people they are looking for. I said, even the world, they know what they are expecting. The type of Christians they are expecting is not bishops. They see through us. They see a pastor. They see a bishop. They see a prophet. They see, so these are fake elements. Yes, the world. They, look, they know the world has been primed and prepared to expect only one type of person. That is sons of God. Not bishops. Have you ever heard or read any news, any article in the newspapers that uh, a son of God impregnates a church member? The pastors impregnate church members. Bishops steal money. There are bishops in court right now who have stolen money. them in their red berets and their red tops. This is not what the world is looking for. The world is looking for sons of God. The whole creation. Can I have a New King James or some meaningful translation? For the earnest expectation of the creation. New Living Translation. For all creation. It's waiting eagerly for, the, for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are because his children really are sons of God so the world is not surprised that prophets are sleeping with church members the world is not surprised that there are crooks in the church calling themselves Christians because they are not expecting lighthouse members The world is not expecting Catholic church members. The world is expecting sons of God. In this crooked and perverse Philippians 2.15 That ye may be blameless, harmless, the sons of God, blameless, and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you are supposed to shine as light, not to join them. Next time you hear, you read the paper and say, pastor impregnates member or pastor sleeps with the marriage. Just throw it away. It doesn't mean anything. A pastor is not a different person from an unbeliever. These are titles people impose on themselves or is conferred on them by others. Don't be surprised to hear that a pastor has slept with a church member. 
put it away. Son of God in prayer. A son of God will never bet and feel. A son of God can bet, but after betting, there must be something in him that should tell him that no, what I've done is wrong. Regret it. A son of God can fall. A son of God can fornicate. Because we are flesh. A son of God. But either during or immediately after, he must, he must feel that the earth, the world is crashing on him. Not finish fornicating and come and just come and sing solo in the church. As if nothing has happened. Do sons of God make mistakes? Sons of God make mistakes. But they, they have something. And that is, that is what you say. I've not begun the, 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 the message. I've not started the message. I'm just introducing the message. Do sons of God kiss girls that are not supposed to kiss? Yes, they kiss. But after kissing, he must, he must, he must feel bad. There must be a spiritual autoimmune reaction against a foreign agent that has invaded his immune system. That he may be blameless. And harmless. The sons of God. Without rebuke. Because they have something that corrects. It's like this right now. If I inhale something, a virus, or I, I'm bitten by a mosquito, my body will react with fever. All those things are part of the body's way of fighting and, 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 and an agent. If a mosquito bites you and your body doesn't react, you, you, you are dying. Many of you died long ago, spiritually. Many of you here are not even living Christians as far as God is concerned. Apart from the fact that he hates you. He hates you. Don't listen to these pastors who always present God as a loving. God loves you. He cares for you. He will answer your prayer. Some of you, your prayers, find it. Your prayer is, is when David was praying, he said, let their prayers be an abomination. Let their prayers be sin. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned. Let his prayer become sin. Not everybody's prayer is something righteous going on that God is interested in. God suddenly leaves his chair and can be caused who is praying? You, his enemy, his enemy, his enemy. Since when did your prayer become something God is interested in? As an enemy of God. Because 
you are friends with worldly systems. Friends with worldly ideas. Friends with worldly ways of living. Friends. James says that if you are a friend of the world, you dress like the world, you move like the world, you drink like the world, you are God's enemy. There must be a few devils here in Red Berets. Because the, the people God hates, they are Satan. The opposer. And they are in the category of... I'm, I'm not surprised at Job 1 and 6. There are only two types of people gathered in front of God. Sons of God and Satan. There's, there's no gray area. That's what sometimes I must tell you. We have developed gray areas. That third, that third, third category is a human creation. But with God, God hardly has any third area. Choose you this day whom you serve. You are here, be here. You are here, be here. But see, our evil nature helps us to create an imaginary utopia. A world that is convenient for our lifestyle, which is a blend of both hot and cold. But in God's, in God's world, there's nothing like lukewarm. Once you are lukewarm, it means you belong to cold. You sit in church, sleeping with girls. You come around and you feel that, oh, because the pastor is not aware. I'm telling you, if you have never heard it before, I'm telling you that there is something called the enemy of God. The world, the world, the worldly music, worldly lives. We are in it all. We are in it. You can never escape it. You can never escape the worldly girls. Sexy, beautiful. Can never escape the guys. Sweet talking. Can ever, you can never escape the worldly music. Nice, solid. You can never escape. No matter what you do, but they will appear somewhere. You must develop the capacity to resist. I said you must develop the capacity to resist, and that is what makes you a, 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 an enemy of the world. Now let me end because I, I want to really take the book next week God willing and talk from it because this is this is a Christian life this is a life God called us to live so let's start let's start you think you are fooling somebody 
following somebody, sleeping with somebody, husband, gives you money, gun your head nicely, going to buy some nice expensive dress and nice bag, come here, and you feel that, oh, it's like, it's like nobody sees, and you, you, the, even, even the pastor has your number, and he communicates with you. No, you should be worried. I can be your friend and you are an enemy of God. What should worry you is whether you are a friend of God. Not a friend of the bishop. Because the bishop himself is thinking about his life. Yeah. So my approval of you cannot be too, should not, should not, should not hold too much weight. Friend of the world. Who are your friends? You've come to sit here in a nice Christian dress. But you know that there are other dresses, sexy dresses in your, in your wardrobe, in your room. Dresses you wear that show three quarters of your breast, half of your breast. That shows your body. That shows whatever. And, and, and you come and sit here with a nice beret as if you are 31st December Women's Movement. Therefore are we the sons of God. First John 3 1. Beloved, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on? God did not love you to become a pastor. God did not love you to become a bishop. God did not love you to be a singer. God's real love is to get you to be a son of God. Pastor, bishop, singer, these are incidentals based on callings. Therefore, 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 are we called the sons of God? What manner of love? The love that made Jesus die. 2020. Two years ago. Today, they were having palm branches and welcoming him into Jerusalem. It will be a few days. He'll be murdered with, 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 with an evil that never existed on that Sunday. That is God's love. The blood that was shed is God's love. He didn't shed his blood for you to be a pastor. He didn't shed his blood for you to be a bishop. He didn't shed, he didn't shed his blood for you to be an instrumentalist. He shed his blood for you to become a son of God. If you can be a son of God, everything will peace up. Oh, you are, you, you are struggling too much. You are forcing animals to speak English. If we become sons of God, you will not need to make an altar call for shepherds. If we become sons of God, you will not need to preach a message for people to do outreach. A lot of the of the of the massaging and 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 give me the English words that we do in the church as pastor cajoling, uh, luring and alluring members to pay tithes to serve God to be in church regularly. We we are we are just forcing animals to behave like human beings. 
we are truly sons of God, a son of God, oh, our work. Mommy, can you please sit down? Let me just see the people directly. Our work, if you are truly a son of God, we should come here and the pastor, like him or him, me, preach a little, we just worship. And, but, but we go out. We go out. The sons of God, they go out to go and share Christ. God, God himself, when he saw sinners, he sent his son. In fact, he came down in the form of his son. God with us. That's the name that was given to Christ. By in prophecy. His name shall be called Emmanuel. God with us. He's Jesus, but he's actually God who has morphed into a man to be with us. A lot of the things we force Christians to do, they are really because we don't know that these are not Christians. These are not sons of God, I should say. If this church was filled with sons of God, there will be no empty chair here. That's why when you go, nobody follows you to the church because the people they are expecting is not a church member a pastor has sent. They are expecting sons of God. When they see a true son of God, they will follow him. I'm giving you today. Can you place it down? I need to see their faces well. I'm giving you a vision for your life. Thank you. Thank if you care, I'm giving you a vision for your life. If, if God is important to you, if you really are interested in making it, and the vision for your life is fight to be called a son of God. <laughs> Not a member of Lighthouse. If there's any fight, you must fight. Fight to become what? How do we become sons of God? By wearing red beret. (laughs) How do you become a son of God? By preaching. On Sunday morning, not so. By wearing canary yellow. There's only one way. Only one. And even one millimeter offset. Offset. One millimeter offset. Makes you a devil. Only one. You have it or you don't have it. Are they coming in here or they are going for Palm Sunday? They are coming in here. Then they should walk here this way, this way, this way, this way. Whoever is chaperoning them should chaperone them properly. Here, the front. Here, they should come and sit down here. Are they coming here? Are you coming here? Here, 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 here. This way, this way, please. 
And please hurry up. Thank you. Let's clap our hands and welcome them. Some of you are going to sit in church and die and descend straight into hell fire eternally. I cannot think of a more deceptive organization or institution like the church. Today's church. I I can't think of anything that deceives more than church. And it gets worse when the pastor has your phone number. You text him, he texts you. Texting, texting. As you are texting him, you are with a girl in, in a bed. And because he's texting you, you feel, you feel conditioned to believe that somehow God must be approving of your life. Because a pastor likes you and calls you his son. Not everybody here is a son of God. There are a few devils up there doing video and sound and a few devils, a couple of sons of God. it's, It's an admixture. A convenient blend. You will know you are a son of God by The conflict you have with the world. Beautiful. The conflict. The conflict. You made yourself a con man. This type of wicked con man. And because you can put money in an envelope and give it to the pastor. And he blesses you as his son. With a ring on his fourth finger, put it on you and you just go deceived. God is looking for sons of God. Obviously, but come to think of it, if God gives birth to you, you must be a son of God. I mean, are you not a son of uh, Reverend, what's his name? Amel. Are you not a son of Reverend Amel? Yes. You can call yourself, I'm a son. I'm a son. I'm a son. The man who gave birth to me, I'm a son. He's called Dr. Ogo. I'm a son. The son of God is a God. Stop playing church games in the name of 
pastor, lady pastor, I'm an instrumentalist, I serve God, I dance, I'm in the choir, the pastor knows me, I'm an airport star, I'm, I'm in the church, we do video, we are in charge of the temple, temple, uh, uh, whatever, uh, temple keepers, I'm the one who scrubs the church, I'm the one who drives the pastor to, 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 to the toilet, I'm the one who do, oh, oh, all these things, must, you see, Today, I'm saying that God is looking, not only God, even the world is looking for none of these. They are looking for sons of God to manifest themselves. Sons of God. Sons of God. So that God knows that I have given birth. Because Jesus Christ, not today, not today's pastor, Jesus Christ, when he was alive, he looked in the face of certain people and called them that they were devils because their father was the devil. Yes. They were pastors. He said, ye are of your father, the devil. The son of a devil is a devil. And so some sitting here are devils. And you see, the scriptures are blending and are agreeing so, so, so absolutely that there's even no way of explaining things anymore. When sons of God gathered before God, not not a deacon, not an unbeliever, there is nothing like an unbeliever in God's presence. You are either a son or you are Satan. I mean, if you see a goat here, you won't say, oh, hey, please, please catch the son of that goat. It's a goat. Oh, when I went out down there, I saw a daughter of a snake. No, it's a, it's a, you saw a snake. Just a snake. So if your father is the devil, it means you are a devil. Your lifestyle makes you a devil. Betting devil, fornicating, pornography addict devil. You are actually a devil. Don't let my friendship with you deceive you. I, 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 as I'm preaching, I'm not preaching to you. Hello. I'm preaching to myself. I mean, since I began preaching, there are, there are even verses I have used that I didn't have. I'm, I'm speaking to myself. Because preaching, bishop means not, you can be a devil bishop. Jesus had apostles. Twelve. One of you is a devil. He chose them. So I'm not, I'm not preaching to you. Only. I'm preaching to myself. And I'm asking today, who are you? Are you a son of God? 
What shows you are a son of God? Are you a devil? What shows you are a devil? Lest you will know by your lifestyle that you are a devil. Not a son of the devil. A son of anything is that thing. That's why sons of God are gods. I have said that ye are gods. Put it up. Psalm, what, I have said that ye are gods. And I mean all of you who are children of the most high. Psalm 82. I have said that ye are gods. And all of you are children of the most high God. Children of the most high God are gods. All I came to tell you this morning and I want to apologize also for shouting. Because when I was not here there was a peaceful church. I'm I'm just saying to you that beware of deception. Don't sit in front thinking that you are anything. Look at yourself. And before I continue with this, hopefully next week, because this is the Christian life. This this is the Christian life. It's amazing. This is the Christian life. Ask yourself, are you a child of God? Are you a child of God? Are you you a child of God? Or are you a child of the devil? That's why I'm happy to announce you that there's only one way. See, I wish it was four ways of becoming a child of God, a son of God, three ways, two powerful uh, rank, uh, ranking signs, uh, highly weighted signs, and no, one, only one. There's only one way to be a son of God. Do you want to know how to be a son of God? You want to know? You don't become a son of God by receiving Jesus Christ as your savior. one way to be a son of God. And I'm going to tell you. And it's not receiving Jesus and walking away doesn't make you a son of God. Are you a son of God? How do you become a son of God? Because I'm telling you that you are either a son of God 
Let's put it here. You are either a God or you are a devil. And I'm saying that in this church service, I am sitting with devils. A son of God is a creation you find in John chapter 1 verses 11 and 12. That's how. So let's, let's see what is there. How do you become a son of God? How do you become a son of God? Because you are either a son of God or you are a son of the devil. Now, he came unto his own. He is Jesus. And his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them, as many as received Jesus, to them, those who received Jesus Christ, to them, Gave he power. To become. The sons of God. Even to them. That believe. On his name. So therefore. Who is a son of God? A son of God is not merely someone who receives Jesus. Receiving Jesus is a necessary first step. It qualifies you. Like going to the medical school, you should have gone to senior high. You can't finish vulcanizing school and go to medical school. You should have gone to what? Sin or its equivalent. Wow. It only qualifies you to that. Yes. Receiving Jesus only qualifies you. You don't get me. It only prepares you. It only conditions you. To take the real step that makes you a son of God. Some people did not receive him. But those who received him. Now, how many of you have received Jesus Christ? All right. I want to inform you this morning. That you are an uncompleted building project. Amen. 
you are what? You are what? You are an uncompleted building project. Because when you receive Jesus Christ, something else must happen to you. You see, there are two things you receive. I'm ending now. Sons of God are made up of two things. Two things you must receive to become a son of God. Number one is Jesus Christ. And then number two is power. And what power? Electrical power. Sorry. What power? Solar power. What power? Financial power. Now, the power you must receive to become a son of God is the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 shows the source of the power. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Colon. And then things you do. But you receive power not after you have graduated from the law school Not after you have sung a good song in the choir. You receive power after you have received the Holy Ghost. The source of power. You see, a son of God is a creation of power. We call it power to become. Power to become. So those of you who don't have that power have nothing to fight betting. Once I kiss you and it is nice, it means we have started. Because you are powerless. Once I watch pornography and it is nice, it means I have now started a lifestyle of pornography. Once you put your erect penis into my anus and there's a feeling, it means I've started a lifestyle of homosexuality because I am powerless. says this world lies in wickedness. We are in a world of sexy girls 
Hey, sexy boys. We're in a world of Chinese pornography, Indian pornography. We're in a world where you don't need to work. All you have to do is to just bet and bet. One lead guitarist of a church, I went to a church. The lead guitarist was telling me, said, I, I, I entered into betting. It got so bad that I sold my lead guitar. I sold my lead guitar. <laughs> and my pastor bought me one, a new one. And he began to tell how he began to free himself from bed. There is, not, there is nothing happening in town that the people who are promoting it also write that it is addictive. Normally, Satan doesn't warn you. But this one, they are warning you. I will never advise you to work in a betting company. Just quiet. Stay quiet. I'm ending. I like to end on a quiet note. Say power. You see, mommy, when I breathe in COVID, or I get tuberculosis, breathe in tuberculosis, I eat something that gives me diarrhea. My body fights. My body does what? Fights. That is my power. That's my power. So because of that power, sickness cannot overwhelm me. Now, when I lose that power in terms of an HIV patient, like an HIV patient who has no power, anything just overrides you. So even, are you aware that as you are here, there are even bacteria in your mouth. You live with it. Yeah, normal flow. Are you a nurse? Okay. If you call them normal flora, they are bacteria. If you kiss somebody right now, you have transferred bacteria. Oh, I should stop saying such things. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying so. I'm very sorry, please. Yeah. Your mouth is full of germs. But they are germs that your body is living with. They are normal germs. It is when you lose your power that the, what is normal overwhelms you till your mouth is white with candida, candidiasis. And then your lungs. There are normal germs in your lungs. Ah, but do you know what is in the air we are breathing? <laughs> do you have any idea what is in the air we are breathing? Uh, oh, there are students. Oh, sorry. Forget about Corona, by the way. There are a lot of devils in the air. And we breathe in all the time. But we've got certain cells in our lungs called type 2 pneumocytes. Type 2 what? Pneumocytes. They engulf by macrophagocytic activity. 
and arrest the toxins. Enough of that. Let's let's turn. But hear me, hear, hear me well. There are, there are gems in your lungs. Normal. You will live 102 years and die with gems in you. It is when you've lost your power, your immunity, that the normal things that are in you. So those with HIV, they have sicknesses that are not supposed to Occur in a normal body. But the bacteria and the viruses are also in a normal body. The difference is power. Let's let's end it. So as we are here, there are viruses like betting, viruses like sexy girls, viruses like pornography. Viruses like Indian pornography or, or Thailand pornography, viruses like 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 fornication, viruses like what? Homosexuality, lesbianism. All these are they are all around. Now, 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 now. How is it possible that you are not watching pornography, but she is watching pornography because she has what power to resist? She has no power to resist. Next week Sunday, I will not feel like coming to church. But I will come to church if I'm alive. But you will not feel like coming to church. And you can't resist that feeling. Why? Because you don't have that power. So to be called a son of God, blameless in, the, in this perverse world, you must have the power to fight the viruses that are in the system. How is it possible that you have got only 10 gig airtime? It's a lot. How much will 10 Ghana cities give you? One gig. So 100 gig. But MTN if you buy 400 CDs, you are going to get about 300 gig. 325 gig. <laughs> How is it possible? How is it possible? How? Explain to me. <laughs> this man has 200 gigabytes. And he's not watching pornography. You have only two gig. Two gig. Five hundred megabytes. I mean, I would have told that if there was anyone to be watching pornography actively, it should be this man. Two hundred gig. You watch, ah, uh, you go and bat and come, and you watch, ah, uh, you go and bat, but he doesn't have. So, interestingly, the one with a lot is watching Daggy what news videos. Then you with five hundred gig, you wait till midnight. And do a your friend is saying no a kokroko bundle. <laughs> one Ghana 
which during the day would have given you like 40 minutes pound if you do kokoko <laughs> midnight bundle you can you can get 2 hours so many of you who don't sleep are not up that's why you can't wake up to do flow because you must have power to overcome viruses that prevent you from flowing on Tuesday and when we must wake up at 4 a.m. to pray, you are now tired. You have masturbated twice because you have received Jesus, but you don't have the power. Who would not like this girl? Who would not like this girl? I have been with her for seven years. I've never kissed her, never fondled her, never touched her. You just came to know her three weeks. You have a child with her already. Three weeks. Do you know why I have been with her for seven years and I've not kissed her? It's not because my mother brought me up well. This is a virus. This is a what? A virus. But I am empowered immunologically. How is it possible that I can be with look at her? I've been with her for years. I've never touched her. Because I am protected against viruses. She's not an evil. This is a pastor. She, she's going to heaven. She's not a devil in herself. She is a virus with respect to me. How can I be with her for 17 years? And you just came from Rwanda. Two weeks, you have two children with her. How many weeks? Two weeks. I have been in this church as a student. NVTI. I've been to school. I've gone to poly. I'm now at Accra Technical University. I'm, I've still been able to become a shepherd. Going to be a pastor. I've been able to work. You are in the church. You are a student. You have been here for 11 years. You can't be a shepherd because there is no And she has four children. And she said, Lady Pastor, has a branch. You have two children. You cannot be a pastor. It's like the two children have overwhelmed. Like, there's, no, there's no energy to do anything apart from it. But she also has got four children, two with big heads. <laughs> with a husband who eats five times a day. Your husband doesn't even like food. Still, you are unable to rise up as a servant of God. But this one is able to have four children, a a Fudian husband, and still be a lady pastor. Do you know the difference? It's not a Brick Girls versus Wesley Girls. It's not London versus Malaysia. It is power or no power. 
That is why in this world, take me back to Philippians 2.15. In this world, in this crooked and perverse world, you can't be here without protection, without power. You should be able to be with sexy girls and be pure. You should be able to have the, the most, the most, the most, the most handsome guy as your choir leader, and you don't sit in front of him, draining juices. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say power. and gentlemen, it's not lighthouse. It's not presby. It's not, it's not, it's not assemblies of God. It is the Holy Ghost who we need as, as the source of our power. You used to sit at the back there. What has brought you here? Because of this girl? How, how did you come here? Oh, you came early. Oh, that's fine. May you stand where others are falling. I said, may you stand where others are falling. May you have power to fight offenses. Power to fight pain. Power to fight disappointment. The man sitting here, his wife has just died three weeks ago. he has done with his life is to serve God. That's the reward he has got for serving God. He's on the stage encouraging you. Your husband slaps you. And you stop coming to church. You've been in the church for three weeks. You say that no, no husband is proposing to you. So, 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 so you are leaving. It's like we are in the church as, as powerless Hypoimmune states. Anything overrides us. Offenses override us. A sexy boy overrides us. Some of you girls in Red Beret, a guy in this cell can give you 500 and get to sleep with you by 6 p.m. today. It's like you, you have no, you have no, you have no immunity. But the world we are in is a crooked and a perverse world. And you can't be in it without Holy Ghost. You can't be in it without Holy Ghost. You can't be in it. That's why, that's why it's not enough to receive Jesus. He says, as many as received him, one, to them, he gave power. Now, watch it all. He didn't say, as many as received him they also received power. No. As many as received him, he gave. Now, it is up to you. I'm giving you. I'm giving you. Watch it again. It's one thing to give. It's another business altogether to receive. Watch it. I'm giving you. 
the stretching of your hand, the grip, the prehensile activity of your digits to firm up the microphone in your hand. All these must, I can't do it. I can't stretch your hand. I can't give you a grip. You must reach out. So he gave. Now, how many have received that power he gave? That is why this book will teach you how to, this one shows you how to receive the power he gives to you and flow in the Holy Ghost to be empowered as a believer, to be empowered as a Christian. It is one thing, I said, receiving Jesus is not enough. You receive him, then he gives. But you must stretch your hand. You must grip. You must, you, you must be primed to hold. Those who have that power is called power to become. It's called what? Power to become. Because sons of God, the sons of God fornicate, they fornicate. A son of God can commit adultery. But he has a feeling. That's something wrong. That's something wrong. Pastor, please. Something happened last night. Edna came to me to pray with me. I said I was not well. And when she laid hands on me, the fever that was coming became worse. And I held her hand. And I pulled her to me. Pastor, I'm sorry. I can't handle this. Bishop tells a story. I want to end with this. So when he got born again, after a few, whatever, he was sitting with a lady. Are you here? He was sitting with a lady in a church service. And like this church, we've taken the first offering. So after whatever, they sent a bag a, a offering bag around for a what? Second offering. So he passed the comment that is this necessary? But he was sitting with a sister, one of Ghana's top singers. And the sister made a face at him. It's called the North Wind. That's a face, a type of face. It's, it's a facial expression of disapproval. I don't, don't bring this here. Don't talk to me like that. It's called the North Wind. So when the sister turned, it was a nice church service. When the sister turned and looked at him, he knew that he had done something wrong. He looked for money and gave the offering. When the church service ended, everybody went home. He didn't go home. Young Daddy Wadmills. He waited in the church. The pastor had meetings upon meetings upon meetings. He sat and sat. Eventually, the pastor got ready to see him. Say, yes, young man. How are you? What's your name? How may I help you? He said, oh, I came to say that while you were taking the offerings, I made a remark to a sister. I didn't know that what I had said was wrong. I said something about the offering you were taking. And I realized that it was wrong. 
That's why I have come to say that. I have said that about you. And I want to say that I'm very sorry. The pastor was shocked. Is, 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 is that why you waited to see me? He said yes. He put his hand on him and said, the Lord will use you. The Lord will use you. That's the lighthouse we have to do. Do sons of God make remarks they shouldn't make? They can make. But something must. Do sons of God discuss their passes? Yes. But when you finish, you should have a feeling that you've done something wrong. What have I done? I'll never sit with this girl again. But no, but how can this girl come to my house and defile me? I've not slept with her, but I feel defiled. Just by the chat I've had about a pastor who has done nothing wrong to me. How can I have such a discussion about him? No more. Now, that power, that makes you fight demonic attacks to make you disloyal, to make you unholy, to make you perverse, to make you crooked. It's called the power of the Holy Spirit. In this world, hello, wait. In this world, you will breathe in some viruses. You will eat food that is contaminated. But you must have the Holy Spirit in you. That's the power that you don't get when you get Jesus. Jesus doesn't give Holy Spirit. You get Jesus and you must also get Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 19 verse 2. Acts chapter 19 verse 2. Verse 1. Acts 19 verse 1. It came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And what did he do? He found who? Certain prostitutes. Sorry. He found certain betters. He found certain what? Unbelievers. Who did he find? Disciples. Followers of Christ. And in verse 2, he said to them, have you received? Can you see the word? See, he gave. But there must be a receive. From this week, you are going to learn how to receive the Holy Spirit. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said to him, who are they? Prostitutes? Homosexuals? Gay boys and girls? Who are they? And what did they say to Jesus? He said, we have not even heard that there is something called Holy Spirit. So you can be a disciple of Jesus and not have the Holy Spirit with you. I'm, this morning, I am presenting a project. It's not a world bank project. We are going to embark on a project. It's a, it's a project. I'm going to teach you. Give me the book again. How to receive the Holy Spirit. Because without him, without the Holy Spirit, without the Holy Spirit, you are a disciple of Christ waiting for the next sexy man with muscles.
without the Holy Spirit, you are a disciple of Christ waiting for the next offensive statement by your pastor for you to leave the church. What gives us power to fight on? Power to wake up and pray. It's not Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And Paul asked them, I see you are pastors, but do you also have the Holy Spirit? So you can assume, it's easy to assume that this woman wearing yellow and black has the Holy Spirit, but it will shock you that she has no Holy Spirit. Go home and see how she is talking to her husband. Go ask her the last time she had sex with her husband. Wicked woman. Two months. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit will prod you. You know something? You can't be a wife and not have sex with you. That man needs to have sex. You are a wicked woman. I, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. There's no Holy Spirit to let you know that. No. No. You are pushing your husband into somebody's arms. Because when you are hungry, you eat anything. I stood in Nalaregu with a pastor eating plantain chips and granuts. And I told him, I said, can you see what I'm eating? So yeah, I said, in my normal life, I would never eat this. Why? Because there's hunger and starvation. Yes. Yes. My normal day, south here in Accra, for what? When you are hungry, when you are hungry, plantain chips. It's a delicacy. When you are hungry, a house elf who bends down to clean. It's a delicacy. When you are hungry, the house of Coco Sala. And some of you don't have the Holy Ghost. Wicked woman. That's a son of God, woman, a woman, son of God. Does she can she live in a house and not have sex with her husband? Yes. Yes. But the Holy Spirit. You don't seem to understand me, you see. You understand me? You can have the Holy Spirit in you. Hey, are you listening to me? You can have the Holy Ghost in you. And not have sex with your husband. You can have the Holy Ghost in you and, and talk to your wife anyhow. Oh. Then when you do this whole and you take one, two, something on the inside. We say turn and say sorry. Turn and say sorry. I got to town on Friday. As soon as I before I got to there, I, I left town. I left the crusade. I'd arranged to have church in your house live. Live. When I got to town. I sent a message, get ready, I've landed. Then something happened. In the car, from around Tetekwashi, I got to know that what I've done is wrong. 
that I've left my wife for three weeks. I can't just descend from the airport and abandon her. By the time I got home, I had reversed the decision to come and have the life. So I'm going to be with my wife all night, all day. Wallahi, 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 wallahi. Mommy, can you believe it? That the live program that I didn't have rather had more people in that meeting than I would have had. Wake up! Wake up. Put away your useless plans and humble yourself to the Holy Spirit. You will make mistakes. You will make mistakes. But you mean there's no voice to speak to you? When David was having sex with Bathsheba, he had the Holy Spirit in him. How do we know? Because when Nathan went to him and told him that God had rejected him, his prayer was that, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. So as he was on, I don't know whether it was under or on Bathsheba, the Holy Ghost was in him. So when Nathan came, he didn't struggle with David. A lot of arguments is because we are relating with people who don't have the capacity to be, to be convicted of sin. You can lie easily and continue living your life. Next week, we will flow. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands, everybody. Lift up your hands. Just speak to the Lord. Pray in the Spirit if you can. Just speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. You have heard the word of God. Water it with prayer. I don't know what this word is supposed to do in you. I don't know what's supposed to do in you. What are it with prayer? What are it with prayer? What are it with prayer? 
help us Jesus Makandele Bosha Leboni Mas Hendele Bomasiata Mandelebe help me Jesus help me Jesus help me Jesus Makadalaba Ribana Masate Rebadalabayaka Matanyandelekaba Masemandeleba Lebradola Mayandalakaba Ebanama help me to receive well and be as a good son of God Lebana Rebadosa Bradosa Bibala Maseta Madani Mosha Matayala Rebanama Santenima, Lobani Marandalaba, Rebanama Satari and the Lacab, Makashela Cata, Rebanamania Lacaba, Rebanamasa, Lebrados, Amandayacata, Libranda Marata, Labani Mosha, Yabandia Finally, with every head bowed and with every eye closed, I want to give somebody here an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ says but as many as received him as many as received Jesus your first step in this journey is to receive Jesus Christ first received him to them gave he power you can't begin to talk of receiving the power because you have not yet received Christ today I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ if you are here, you want to say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus Christ today as my Lord and my Savior. I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. I want to give my life up to Him to use it. If you are here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to lift up your right hand. Pastor, I want to become born again. God bless you. I see your hand at the back. Lift it high above your head. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. And I will pray with you. If you have lifted up your right hand, do me one more favor. Come to me here in the front. I want to pray for you here in front. your eyes and say this prayer after me say dear father dear father i come to you today i come to you today just as i am just as i am please receive me please receive me please wash me please wash me with the blood of your son with the blood of your son jesus christ jesus christ and please write my name please write my name in the book of life in the book of life say satan satan from today from today i will follow you no more I will follow you no more I will serve you no more. I will serve you no more. From today, from today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for them. Listen, this is one of the most important decisions you ever take in your life. I want you to do me a favor. Go with these pastors over here. They have something very important to share with you for just a few minutes and then you can come back into their service, alright? God bless you. Clap your hands for them and take your communion. Take your communion. Lift it up. The bread. Lift up the bread. The body of Jesus Christ which we eat in remembrance of the sacrifice on the cross.
lift up your bread. Say, this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. As I eat this body. As I eat this body. I receive healing in I my receive body. Healing in my body. Say, as I eat this body, as I eat this body, I receive wholeness in my body. I receive wholeness in my body. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus eat Christ. It. Now lift up the cup. Say the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Say, as I drink this blood, as I drink this blood, I receive the life of Christ. I receive the life of Christ. Say as I drink the blood of Jesus Christ. As I drink the blood of Jesus Christ. I receive the life of Jesus Christ. I receive the life of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. Drink it. Lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your body and for your blood. We thank you for our portion in that wonderful sacrifice. That all-powerful sacrifice. And now, I declare that every appearance of sickness in our bodies disappears in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to conditions that have not been diagnosed. Jesus. I speak to ancestral conditions. I speak to genetic conditions. I speak to conditions that have been with us since birth. Yes. And I declare now that by the power of the blood of Jesus, they are being dismissed. Amen. I speak to mental conditions, Lord. I declare healing upon your people. Amen. A healing rain is falling upon you right now. A healing rain is falling upon you right now. Amen. Somebody with pain in the right elbow, right elbow. That pain is going away right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. A healing rain falls upon you. Yes. Healing rain falls upon you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your healing. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you. Thank you, Father. There's somebody here. I can hear somebody who depends on medication. You have resigned yourself to a disease. Mm. And you depend on medication for survival. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of that disease in your life. In Jesus' name. I set your drugs aside. And I release you from the power of that condition. Amen. I override diagnosis of doctors. Amen. Of doctors. Amen. I speak to growths, to masses. Yes. I declare that they are melting now in the name of Jesus. Amen. As the blood of Jesus flows through you, receive the life of Jesus Christ. Any condition that couldn't live in the body of Jesus Christ, it is being removed from your body now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to conditions that medicine cannot cure. Mm. And I command them in the name of Jesus to bow their knees. Amen. To bow their knees. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend 
at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.